0: Welcome to Tony Steak
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode two hundred and ninety. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Offroad Andy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like they're having technical difficulties. I heard him say this thing got broken. While we were getting ready to record.
1: Yeah, it's a little our little microphone stand thing, but I yeah. think it should be fine.
0: And that voice you're hearing is Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Uh, is your guys' mic okay?
2: The little like mount for the thing like cracked in half. The little tripod thing. Not the. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Oh.
0: Getting too uh, rambunctious over there. Well, this is our sports podcast. Uh, We got some NBA news to start off the bat. Uh, Phoenix, they're gone.
2: (laughs) That's not (laughs) the news at all.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, they sold.
2: No. Okay, their owner, who was suspended for a year, uh, has decided that he will uh, sell the team. Uh, The story is that a lot of pressure was on him to sell a team, like Steph Curry and LeBron and Chris Paul was on the team all wanted him gone and um the league could only really do the one-year suspension but um you know you can put pressure you can make it why would you want to own this team if everyone hates you if your players want to play for you so
0: and what did he do again did he sing a, a song with an n-word in it it was a lot more than that. Was, but was that I this guy? Know
2: what he did either. It was this guy, yes. Okay. But it was a lot of different things. Like, remember, he just said he pants the guy in front of the whole team or something? Yeah,
0: that's just good fun camaraderie. I see nothing wrong with that.
2: I don't think so. I don't
0: know. Did he know the guy or was it like a random person?
2: <laughs> I think it was like an intern or something, someone younger.
0: That sounds not. hilarious.
2: Has that happened to your, your company ever? <laughs> the CEO comes in and pants someone at a work event. Like,
0: I mean, I haven't. That. I'm not always there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't
2: think that's happening. How could I
0: know? <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, uh, who's in the market? Which which guy from? I have no well, idea. What's going to buy a team, or is he too nerdy? Because like, Palmer has one, and I mean Gates. I don't think he'd be allowed to buy a team. He's Are you talking about leader. Bezos? No. <laughs>
1: Who were you talking about? Who I didn't hear what you said.
0: Um, I was on a roll. I said Musk.
1: Oh, Musk. I just assumed you said Bezos because you said he has a lot of money, and then you mentioned how uh, Balmer owns
0: a team. Bezos, ha- he's he's not a physique of a nerd. He's from what people like pictures say and people people say about photos. He's pretty put together. Well, I don't know if yeah. this is true or not.
2: Because he's been working out, because he has no life.
0: Okay, what do you have to say about Bill Gates?
2: He doesn't want to do that with his life. Bill Gates looks like a cat. I don't know why Jeff Bezos decided that he needed to get. Well, so buff, my my thought is,
0: well, is, trying, is: is he trying? Is he trying to destroy the stereotype? And does he like sports?
2: I mean, Cuban already, you know, was always uh had Cuban's those biceps in those tight shirts. Nerd, remember? though. Yeah, but he was a he was a tech nerd guy who sold tech yeah, companies. and so.
0: then when you become a billionaire, you don't have to live in a closet right. working on a computer.
2: I don't know if that's how it works. Um, well, anyways, uh, I do know of a uh, a guy who's going to come into some extra cash. Oh, handy here in the market He's from Arizona and has an ex- has some experience owning a professional sports team. Oh, uh, and that is uh, Artie Moreno. So maybe Ooh, maybe transfer cool. over, you know, move back home i uh, get get the fuck out of California.
0: Would they still would they be the Phoenix Sons <laughs> yes. of Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, yeah, they'd be like the what cities oh I guess it is in Phoenix, uh be like the Phoenix
2: of Maricopa County or something. Yeah, it'd be something random. Of Scottsdale. <laughs>
0: It's oh, just yeah. silly. It's silly. They
2: yeah. might not even be playing Phoenix. They could play in one of those it's other towns. Move.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure it's in Phoenix. I think the it is Tempe, Phoenix. The Tempe
2: Sons of Phoenix. I think it is Phoenix. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Phoenix. They play at the Walking Stick Resort.
0: You can see it, I think, pretty easily anytime you fly out of that in or into that airport.
2: So. It happened all the time in my life.
0: That's a pretty common hub. It's a big one. I've been there a few times. Not recently, but... Like Ten years ago, I feel like I was there like six times connecting flights. I had a business meeting there one time, too. I had to fly into there.
2: I want to apologize. I call it the Walking Stick Arena. It was the Talking Stick Arena. <laughs> God,
0: get it right, Andy. That's.
2: It's. It's. They changed their name. You're going to get canceled. It, it, is, it is in Phoenix. Talking but Stick there, is a Native American is, thing. You can't do it. There is a Walking Stick Resort in Arizona as well.
0: Interesting. Well, there's your uh, random geography facts about oh, stadiums. No, it's a
2: talking stick. They just know people are fall apart.
0: But I've never Their heard of arena should sticks. be just like the Carrier or York Arena, well, air conditioning the, arena.
1: The talking sticks. It would have been like, uh, like in someone's like Indian name, I think, probably because yeah, I think it's a the, casino. Yeah, you know, the Native Americans settled in uh, Arizona, built a bunch of casinos.
2: They settled there rather <laughs> than they're just from there. You know? <laughs> I I guess they did. They came across the land bridge. Everyone settled from somewhere. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I'm from Orange, and I settled in Orange.
2: They settled there 40,000 years ago, or whatever. I don't know. I don't think it's 40,000.
1: That was it. That's be a lot of years. (laughs) We're only in the year 2022, Andy. I mean,
2: I'll show you on the world map. It's not going to (laughs) play on this podcast, but you know, civilization—people were born here, right?
1: Remember Yemen? We used to get a lot of. Remember Yemen. We used to get a lot of views from Yemen, I think. I don't
2: know. Yemen is like constantly in war. <laughs> we but get the views, people, the first We get listens all leave. over the place. They had to leave Africa and move all the way through here. And then they came across to Alaska and somehow got away, all the way to Arizona.
0: So you know, this
1: is like two this weeks in a row. This is Native
2: Americans.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, this is like two weeks in a row where we gave in a little bit of a history lesson during our sports podcast.
0: Yeah. By the way, the most uh, plays outside of the U.S. this uh, last week, the United Kingdom. Hmm. Tough times there. I'll be there Sean, soon. Sean, I was just
1: asking, was it Yemen that was randomly getting, giving us a lot of views?
0: Like uh, four years ago? I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, they've been on the list. That's for sure. I mean, the only reason
1: I think that is because I would not know Yemen ever, except for like it being like engraved in my mind for them watching or listening to our podcast.
0: Sounds like a Weird owl remix of that Mini Men 50 Cent song.
2: Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right. I think uh, going from one
1: wild owner to another man of power, the
2: <laughs> Celtics
1: coach. head coach. Some, what's his first name? Ime. Ime Yudoko has been suspended for one year for having sexual encounters with a staff member. And I actually don't know much more than that.
2: They don't want us to know much more than okay, that. Okay. So, I'm- uh, there's some speculation that they wouldn't be suspending him for one year if it was just that simple. That if it was, yeah, because
1: like- you're allowed to definitely hook up with people.
2: Uh, when you're, when you're like the boss, you're not allowed to. Uh, it's is- cold well, conduct. I'm is there a blue dress too? in anyone's closet? Well, I don't know if he's married, but he was, he does have a partner who is, um, black dress, like an actress, like in stuff and things. People know who she is. And they've been together for like a decade plus or something. So, uh, Strange, but you don't know what their, their situation is, but it's still teams don't want a situation of the coat, the head coach having an affair with like a 24 year old intern or something, or someone in marketing. We don't know who it is. It's not a right to know who it is, but there's all kinds of crazy speculation that well actually was like the wife of like another executive or something like that. Um, Which he did play on the Spurs, I think the same time as Tony Parker during that whole uh. Him cheating with uh, Brent Barry's wife. So, oh wait, this guy's already
1: hooked up with another guy's wife. No, Tony Parker did that.
2: Oh, he was on the same team. I think he was with the Spurs back then. Yeah, man. Well,
1: there's also that whole story too. Remember when like with Steve Nash and Jason Richardson? I don't know where it was. Like Steve Nash's baby was born, but it was not his color. He was
2: find out that it was Jason Richardson. I don't know if that's a true thing. I think it is the true thing. That sounds made up.
1: No, no, no. I um, mean you know, it Snopes. definitely happened and
2: find out. Uh but but anyways, uh yeah, professional athletes have all kinds of crazy relationships we don't know, but um it, it probably was something more than just like, oh, two people had an affair and it was completely consensual. There's rumors that like it ended and he continued to harass her or something. So I don't I don't know. We don't know. We're probably never going to know. Oh, I bet we will um, one day. Yeah, yeah like, are we talking like, is this
1: Kevin me. McHale's wife or something? Is that like as far up as they're going? I
2: don't know if Kevin McHale was any part of the team. I thought he is.
1: Oh, no, I'm thinking of Danny Ainge.
2: A- Ainge is gone.
1: Okay, then who am I thinking yeah. of? Somebody owns that as part of that team that was a former player. Is it Ainge?
2: That a- I'm thinking Ainge of? was their GM for a long time, but he left. So who's year. their GM now? Uh, Brad Stevens, their coach, moved into GM.
1: Oh, and maybe it was Brad Stevens' wife.
0: A little
2: Mormon-looking I, guy. Gloria I was say, I assume Brad Stevens to be, like, Mormon, and he has, like, a wife with <laughs> nine kids already, and no, no but see,
1: that's the problem, though, is those Mormon girls, they're very... They're Don't say st- <laughs> something you're going to regret. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, they're, you know, they want to let loose when they have the moment.
2: Sure. That's I'm, I'm probably what eBay is saying what?
0: right now, too. What? That's probably right what the coach is saying. <laughs> yeah,
2: I have not heard anyone come up with a rumor that it was Brad Stevens' wife. There was one people like the owner maybe, and some like you know
1: that I could believe because uh, those owners you exactly with there some forty year old exactly.
2: Wife. Yeah, I could um, see that.
1: And uh, if that's the case, I don't blame him. He got him to the finals, a yeah. couple games away from winning it all. I mean, of course she was going to hit on him.
2: He's like, if you had won, I wouldn't even done anything. I <laughs> cared. I would have watched. Well, I feel like this was going on throughout the season though, wasn't it? Maybe it that's be, why yeah.
1: he was doing so well though, for like coaching the team. Like he was motivating that actually, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it.
2: When they were under 500, he was late there at night in the uh, the film room and she was still working.
1: So have you seen the movie major league and any of you guys, they, yeah. they motivate themselves by the owner
2: having like, every time they win, they
1: take a piece off and it's like her, like in lingerie underneath. And it's like, this could have been a situation where she was like, Hey, if you guys win tonight or blah, 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 you know, you get your little sexual favors.
0: That and happens then, in uh, boom. Billy Madison, too. That's true. I mean, it is a good way to learn.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, well um, we so, don't know uh,
0: who's coaching.
2: Uh, some guy who played a West Virginia and people were upset because he got arrested for domestic violence when he was in college. And they're like, oh, OK, so, yeah, we can't have the guy who has an affair, but like hitting another woman is fine. But it was like uh, the Celtics said, we know about it. He's been forgiven. It's fine. So I don't know. People just want people to be robots. Like
0: you can't have a past. No, you, should you shouldn't have a past. Everyone's a past. probably done something, not to that yeah. magnitude.
2: No but... one knows when I was born.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All righty. So...
0: Any more we'll NBA see. talk? Uh, no, I think uh,
1: we definitely surpassed, I think, our limit on NBA yeah. talk.
0: Zion Williamson's still healthy, managed to go through photo day. So.
1: No, that's good. Oh, uh, actually, Dobby, I'll tell you this really quick because I told Andy, but uh, this girl who I know like, uh, one of my, one of a friend of a, you know, a friend's girlfriend's friend. She, uh, but I'm friends with her on a, a follower on Instagram. And she posted this morning that, uh, at like her 6am or 7am yoga class, LeBron James was there and it was, it was legitimately him drinking wine. And she told him like a, some story about how like she like, a pro, like accidentally grabbed his, like, I don't know, his,
2: uh, <laughs> <In> a, <laughs> yeah, <sense. laughs> his, uh, he got to get canceled.
1: His sweat towel, like wiped it with her face and then was like, ew, and like threw it at him. And I guess he laughed and was like, do you want to keep it? And she was like, no, but she said she should have. But it's pretty funny because he could tell he's, I'm just laughing in my head thinking about LeBron James being like all like six foot eight of them in this yoga class with all these good looking yoga pant girls in LA County, just having a blast. You
0: gotta be careful. That's. Near he's I'm not saying having a blast canceled. like he's doing
1: anything wrong I'm saying he's allowed to look. I'm sure he does a lot more than look too. I mean there's no way he's faithful.
2: I think he's a happily married man.
1: I mean they're all happily married but I mean like they the, go on the road uh, they have their girlfriends out there.
2: He goes into the Warnerverse here and he's a hook up with anyone, you know. Yeah, but that's virtual. Yeah. Him and Don Cheadle or Daffy Duck. Hookup. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, are you ready to move off of the NBA? Uh, talk about some home runs here.
2: Yeah. Another, another update here. Uh, Pujols did it. He got the 700. He did do it against the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. It was a a nice moment. And uh, I guess now he could rest forever, but uh, the team will be (laughs) in in the playoffs. So it's not, it's not over for him. Um, We'll see.
1: You know, I, uh, who knows if it's on the podcast somewhere, but I I really did call this years like years ago. I said Pujols was going to go back his final year with St. Louis. I said he was definitely going to retire as a Cardinal. But I think it's even cooler to think that he actually then got to hit 700 for the Cardinals. And I mean, granted, obviously it would have been cool if it was in St. Louis, but I think he would have been okay hitting it anywhere. And at least he did get to hit it in LA, which is a very popular city. It's, you know, he played for the Dodgers for a, a brief moment. Same his career. You know? He played yeah. for the Dodgers for a brief moment. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of, and he was in Southern California for like 10 years playing baseball, like, you know few miles down the road so it's pretty cool that he at least got to do it there I feel like that would have been like his second spot he would have wanted to hit it at other than maybe Angel Stadium I guess but
2: yeah, yeah. cool
1: and I was telling Andy it was funny because I was saw that he had 698 he's going to LA and then I was uh it was Friday night the game started at like seven and I remember I looked at my phone at like 8 15 or 8 30 and all of a sudden I see pools hit 700 and I was like what I was like he had 698 an hour and a half ago Now he's got 700, so pretty wild that he hit it in his first two at-bats. And I think the Cardinals kind of did the same approach that the Yankees are doing right now with Judge because the Yankees have been batting Judge the leadoff. And the Cardinals had Pulis batting in the two-hole that night, which I'm not sure Pulis has ever batted in the two-hole unless it's maybe the All-Star game.
2: (laughs) And who knows in his rookie year, you know, Scott Rowland or something. He's our cleanup guy.
1: Jim Edmonds, too, I think he played with probably.
2: Uh, But yeah, our other home run watch is uh, Aaron Judge, who uh, got his 60th, I think, right – after we recorded yeah, um, and hasn't hit one since. So, so it's been a week. He's still projected to get to 62, but only 62 now, not 65. Uh, but yeah, he hasn't hit one. There's a lot of pressure. Uh, I saw he has, he has three doubles, so he's still, he's still hitting.
1: So he, um, uh, I believe it was last Thursday, it was the bottom of the ninth against the Red Sox, and uh, he hit one that everybody, including myself, thought was a home run. I mean, and the way the camera did it, you know, they like show it really high. Like it looked like it was going to sail right out of the park and caught at the warning track. And I'm going to guess that's the closest he's been. And then I saw that there was this whole issue about, uh, on Sunday night baseball the other night that, uh, they tried to pay, uh, I guess Apple TV had the Sunday night baseball game or something. And they tried paying Apple TV off cause they wanted Michael Kay, the longtime Yankee announcer to be the one that was announcing the game. But, they said no, and then Michael K didn't make a big deal about it. He said, no, you know, like, I think it was all due respect. It's like, hey, it's your guys' network. It's your guys' broadcast. So that was at least some respect out of Michael K saying, like, not throwing a big deal about it and just respecting other broadcasters. Like, hey, if you guys are the one that make the call on the live air, good for you guys. I mean, obviously, we're going to have our radio guys, but still pretty uh, pretty wild. That uh, We'll see what happens. I mean, they're really comparing this now to the whole Roger Mayer situation because for if you, any of you – you two or anybody listening has seen the movie 61. It's a pretty good movie that really talks about that year when Maris and uh, Mickey Mantle went at it to break Babe Ruth's record. And they all wanted it to be Mantle because he was the loved Yankee at the time. And Roger Maris had just like come into town pretty much. And they didn't even the own fans, like he was getting death threats from his own fans to not break Ruth's record. But he was, uh, they really show in that movie how he's, you know, there's a scene where he like grabs the back of his head, and he's just got a chunk of hair in it because he was so stressed out that he was losing his hair and stuff, and pretty crazy. I mean, and Judge at least hit 60, which is nice, but I mean, he's come this far. I mean, he wants 61, and then he wants 62. So we'll be cheering for him. It'd be pretty cool to see him do it.
2: Yeah, he's a California guy. I like that. Um, But yeah, last thing in baseball, just a quick little like uh, update with the standings. Uh, Cleveland clinched the division. They're they're in. It's kind of crazy how much wow. those, those other teams fell apart. I'd White Sox, definitely, especially. definitely more talented. Uh, White Sox and Twins teams just died. Um, it was announced today that Tony Larissa is is gone. I mean, he's, he's still alive, but he's he's not coming back. Uh, definitely next not. year. He's he's he was way too old in the beginning.
1: I think they had issues um, with him too. I think there's internal yeah, he issues. Was, he's
2: he's their, te- their team is made up of a bunch of like Latin Americans, and um, he's a 78 year old. He,
1: he's a, he's he's kind of a racist, I think, too, from what I've been <laughs> really I mean, gathered. Was, and I'm
2: sure Poole still cares about him and.
1: Yeah, playing for him. But. And then you know he had the DUI a couple years ago, yeah, which you okay. know, and you're getting a DUI in your 70s. There's a that's impressive.
2: Title about him. So yeah, yeah. Um, he's
1: got to just hang it up, man. He's done. I think baseball is actually what's keeping him alive. I don't know if he. And honestly, he's probably not very, the way he looks and the way he's apparently been acting. He's probably not very pleasant to be with at home. So I guarantee you, like that's why he's not at home.
2: Yeah, and it's weird. I think I think after he retired from the Cardinals, they always go and like, well, I'll go. Do something else in baseball. I think he worked for the Diamondbacks
1: and the Angels too.
2: Did he? And yeah, just like, that's where
1: he got the DUI, and it just
2: never worked out. Like you don't, you're you're too old, man. You're not going to be able to scout people. Like, um, but anyways, this is not what that's about. Uh, let's let's celebrate Cleveland for
1: yeah well, a good season. i actually have mixed
2: feelings about it because like they really tanked. In, Who? in the team? Like I said, I I made a joke that it was very much like Major League. The ownership like traded everyone. Oh. And didn't spend any money, and still the team has been good enough.
1: So. I'm going to throw this stat out there right now because I'm looking at it. Cleveland currently on a seven game win streak. Chicago currently on a six game losing streak. So that yeah. was seven games they made just right there. Well, just since, and, since
2: we last talked, it was like, yeah. oh, White Sox still have a chance, and no, it's over now. Um, anyone else clinched since then? Uh, it looks like Mets and Braves both clinched spots, but that's still a really tight race. The Brewers have been much better uh, this last week, and they're, 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 they're there in the wild card race. They're only a game and a half behind the Phillies, but, um, and then AL wildcard Orioles are three and a half behind the Mariners. So still alive, but there's only, I think 10, 10 games left, maybe nine. So that'll be tough to, to do that. All right. Uh, let's move on. College football, college football. Um, this will always be a quick one, not a ton to talk to talk about in these, uh, College football weeks, uh, but this week we did see two top ten teams. I think I think they are both top ten. Lose uh, Oklahoma definitely. They lost to Kansas State. Always a tough game uh, with Kansas State. Just a good program. I think they moved into the top twenty five now. Um, they should have. And we don't we don't know how good Oklahoma is. That they game was
1: in Oklahoma too, I believe.
2: Yeah, so it was a big win. Um, and then Texas A&M beat Arkansas, who I think had just climbed into the top ten and now is. There was dropped a, back out. <laughs> a
1: really big upset too was uh, Middle Tennessee took out Miami, twenty five point underdogs. Oh, yeah. I think they were seventeen to one on the money line.
2: Miami was just massively overrated to start. This
1: yeah, and that's know, when people—that's when the guys that are the pros take advantage of that. You know, Miami was almost four touchdown favorite in that game at home, and they lose. They lost by like four touchdowns. It wasn't yeah. even close. I think they or they maybe by at least like two or three, but still.
2: Uh, but, yeah, a and lost to uh, Appalachian State in Week 2. And it's like, oh, this sucks. Jimbo Fisher, is he any good? Uh, now another big win here. So. Uh, and the other thing, USC and UCLA, both, they both still won. USC got a real challenge against Oregon State, and I i, I expected that. Um, I don't know if Tony saw this from a gambling perspective, but you see that Caesars Sportsbook opened up the USC-Oregon State game. Uh, USC has, like, 14-point favorites. But um, both, both teams were undefeated coming into the game, and Oregon State's been kind of impressive. so. 90% of the money came in on Oregon State. Um, and they said the uh, rival sports book, like Cross Street Vegas, opened up at like five-point favorites for USC. which mm-hmm. USC ended up only winning by three. So um, Caesars got taken pretty badly there in that connection.
1: So when they're saying it opened up at 14, are they saying that like when the week started or are they talking about when like the season started? Because a lot of times you can do the those new, look-ahead. Yeah, the, yeah. the new, the new week. So that's like the thing is you can do those because well, there's also the future look-ahead lines where like, the guys that are the pros, they, they're allowed to go into like Vegas or not just the pros, but like there's a week where you can go into Vegas and you can pick games from like the future. Like they'll, they'll already have like, that's what's crazy. Like they do in the NFL too, where it's like, like I know if one of them, for example, is like when the Eagles and Cowboys, it was like week five or six, whatever it was, the Eagles were, were opened up as only as like a one point underdog. And now it's like. Assuming Dak even if Dak Prescott plays, but he, especially if he doesn't, the Eagles are gonna be like, you know, four or five like six point like favorites or something now. So it's funny how they change a lot, but
2: yeah, yeah the State game was a good like game. Tuesday or something when they when they put that lineup. Oh, okay. Um and it went down they said within thirty minutes it was down to like eight from from fourteen. And, yeah, it settled around five. So yeah,
1: because, like, I mean, that's obviously, you know, it's just, it's like, the, it's a market. It goes down, and then all of well, a sudden, just you like,
2: know. No one knows, like, USC. No one knows how good USC is well, yet. They're still undefeated. They haven't played. And any. the
1: other thing, too, about the, the flip part of that game, the over-under in that game was, I believe it was around, I think it was exactly 70, oh, 31 points in that game. So that also tells you where it's like that, you know, they thought that was going to be a shootout, or at least the USC was going to be able to put up 40-plus probably, and nope, both teams under 20. I watched, I think, the first half. It was pretty pretty good. I didn't get to see the second half, but good to see USC still undefeated.
2: Yeah, and UCLA won. They beat Colorado. It was probably the worst team in their conference.
1: I uh, actually watched the first half of that game. So UCLA
2: has a tough schedule coming up. They've got Washington on Friday, so it's a nice Friday night game. And then they've got Utah and Oregon after that. So that's like that the, could all be the three in a row. teams. <laughs> and then um, I'm sure
1: USC is coming shortly. And
2: USC at the end of the year. So uh, if they go one and two over the next three weeks, that's positive, I think, for the program. But. Um. Yeah. 4-0. Oh. It's better to be 4-0 oh than to be 2 and 2. So, yeah, take that. Uh, NFL week 3. Um, probably not an enjoyable week 3 for anyone here, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, at least you you, you could have enjoyed Sunday games cuz your team wasn't playing. Uh, but they your team the, the Steelers played on Thursday night.
1: Mhm. Which was a uh... Probably the best catch we've seen so far this season happened in that game. Maybe yeah. that was a really good catch no, by Pickens, had which had last night which was cool with Pickens because uh, he's he's gonna get on that scene. He's gonna be on the scene here eventually because he is a good receiver. He's very talented out of Georgia, and he made a ridiculous one-handed catch, like going like backwards off balance, made it look very easy. But uh, I mean, that game honestly went how I kind of thought it would. I mean, Cleveland is the better team. In my opinion, I'm saying that as a Steeler fan and Steelers were, uh, uh they, they played a good first half, but, uh, you know, they just couldn't do it. And that game ended up looking more lopsided than it was because the Steelers were down by like six points or seven points late and they did the whole lateral thing and it went back into the end zone and they ended up losing by 12. I think it was a 29-17 final, so. Yeah. Looked not. more lopsided than it was. It was really only 23 to 17. So if you now minus Michaels that. Is,
2: uh, always talking to the gamblers. He picked that up where he said, and somebody's going to care about that one.
1: Yeah. Cause I didn't, I know.
2: I think it's like might have affected the, uh, I think it affected under. the over
1: under because I think the over under was like around 38 or 39. And then, hey, but that's part of the game. That's the mm-hmm. gambling. That shit happens all the time. You see stuff you, and when you gamble, you're going to win games you should have lost and you're going to lose games you should have won. And there's going to be times when you're completely off or com- or you're right there. But, uh yeah, it went as I expected. Cleveland's better. Pittsburgh, you know, they're one and two. I don't see much hope here unless they do bring in Pickett sometime in the next couple weeks, and maybe he's good because they have talent around them. They have a talented offense. They have a talented defense. But, unfortunately, they don't have a good uh, general, which is your quarterback. And so we will see. But uh, how about this next game, Andy? I mean, your quarter, your general was banged up, but
2: yeah, this is really depressing for the Chargers. So much promise heading into the season, and it's it's like it's it's done, right? It's over already. There's some other people outside say, "Oh, oh, there's still hope," but it's like I'd say, as an expert of the team, there's there, <laughs> there's no hope already, which is just deflating. That to come from, you know, a 17 to seven lead against the Chiefs, and it's like, all right, we're better than this team. We're for real to just the season's over within a span of 10 days, but it's just been a rough lead up to the game. Just all these bad feelings, so much debate over what they should have done or shouldn't have done in that that Thursday night game. But then also just the discussion over, Oh, should Herbert play? Could they, they, Jacksonville's no good. They could probably win the game with chase Daniel, right? Just all this kind of discussion and all the coaches in common. If they, if they play Herbert, they should rest him because he's the franchise. And it just, it was an exhausting conversation leading up to the game. And I just got more and more nervous. And then, uh, when the game happened, it was just He was horrible. a
1: very game-time decision, right? Because yeah, I want to say that spread jumped up from like four and a half to like six and a half or seven and a half. So I think they had the feeling that he was going to play, which is why it was at four and a half. And then when they did play, it's like, okay, they so jumped he, it up to like he six and a half or all seven. Week
2: until Friday. He did not practice. Yeah, I know
1: I heard he didn't practice And Friday. that's when
2: the line jumped to seven. They're like, oh, shit, oh, shit. Or it jumped to, went from seven to three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like half hour before the game, they said the PA announcer said that Chase Daniel was going to start. Uh, but then they said that was just like them faking them out or something. Uh, but it was just a—it was a bad game. They came out completely flat, and it looked like Herbert was just not ready to play. Uh, they did score and ended up being—I think it was—it was it sixteen-seven was at halftime. They were still in it, getting the ball back to start uh, the second half. Uh, they got to the eight-yard line uh, with that first possession. It's like okay, they're going to make this a one-score game here. Uh, then their left tackle gets hurt. And comes off the field, holding his arm. We don't know what the injury is, but it just... I died inside. I, I fell to the floor. The left tackle is the second best player on the team, I think. The second, At least the second most important player, uh, Rashawn Slater. Um, you could say maybe Joey Bosa is the second best player. Joey Bosa also yeah, got hurt. He
1: got banged up too.
2: He left the game earlier. And he it announced. wasn't as deflating because it's like, well, we still got some other guys. But when uh, Slater went down, and the, and the drop off from Slater to the backup is so huge. I think they said in the there was like 20 more pass plays after Slater got hurt. And this guy allowed pressure on like eight of them or something, which is just like astronomical. Like It's just guys. He's terrible. He had like two holding penalties and it's just such a huge drop off. And I just knew, okay, if Slater's out for the season, the season's over. And it turned out he did. He t- tore his bicep. He's out for the year. Jeez. Um, so now they've lost uh, their starting center. Who's a pro bowler Keenan Allen, their number one receiver, Joey Bosa, their best defensive player. Uh, their star left tackle and then their quarterback is also oh and JC Jackson the big free agent m- maybe the best cornerback in the game also missed this game. And it's just like
1: that's what's a bummer injuries are a part of the game they, unfortunately. When well, they came into the
2: season they had 9 guys on the NFL 100 list. That was a big deal. Then no other team had more than 6. Wow. And it's like wow, they have some elite talent on the on this team. Which they do. And they do. 6 of them were injured uh, if you include Herbert who did play but was definitely limited. Uh, that's just you can't get by. It's like can you imagine if you built a basketball team around like two elite two-way uh, small forwards and then you just had a bunch of good role players around them and then both of them get hurt can you imagine trying to be a fan of that basketball team it, it really sucks it makes you want to give up on the whole year um so that's that's what i uh you know think is the equivalent here um, of course i'm referring to uh, the clippers <laughs> Rough year last year. That, but at least that was over before it even started. I didn't have a whole offseason to look forward to the team. Quiet Leonard had the decency of getting hurt the previous year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Very good. I had no hype for him. So um, now, now I have all the hype for them this year. And how is it going to fail me now? Like Zubach will like kill someone or something. He'll kill kill Paul George on the floor. We don't even know why. That's Alrighty, so, Something crazy is going to happen, right? It just has to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's it's terrible. I think... There's a chance the Chargers still have a decent season, 8 and 9, 7 and 10, I don't know, 9 and 8, maybe even uh but it looks it looks pretty bad right now. Uh, you can't lose all these guys. Um yeah, the yeah, the bright the bright side is that only Slater is out for the year. Joey Bosa might be out a month, we don't know, but all the other guys but the problem with the NFL is these injuries that kind of last. You never know who's who's coming back, you know they can go it's like oh my hamstring you don't know how long a hamstring injury could be it could be a quarter or it could be six games so yeah so that's uh that's that <laughs> depressing all righty well uh
1: i mean, that's a long season thankfully still this you know would have been more disappointing i think if it happened week 11 or 12 13 but at least yeah so the guy that's out for the year is out for the year but the other guys you got a long season Andy long season you know at least those uh the raiders might not win this year so that's at least promising russell wilson Will we get to that game?
2: I didn't put it on the list. It's not that. Yeah, it was. It was was a very (laughs)
1: disgusting game. So I think the way we could talk about that is just that Broncos offense hasn't looked good so far with Wilson, and I think it's got to do with their head coach. He's made some questionable play calls so far this year. So, but anyway, long season. But uh, the next game we have on here to highlight is the L.A. Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Which Rams looked like they were dominating most of that game, and then Cardinals actually came back, made it somewhat Uh, interesting. But Cardinals do is
2: just. They're bad, but they'll hang around. And then...
1: I think right now, Cardinals are just trying to keep their head above water until they get Hopkins back, and maybe that offense gets flowing. But I don't know. I'm just not. I don't, I'm not My a believer.
2: Rondale Moore. Remember I was such a big fan of his. Um, he hasn't played this season yet. So, oh uh, yeah, the Raiders. We mentioned 0 three now. Another close game that they barely lost, but they they didn't deserve to win this game. They were down 24 to 10 at halftime, and Tennessee just stopped playing. I, I don't understand what happened there. I, I, Tennessee is a weird team right now um
1: yeah they did they even score in the second half no they didn't
2: so th- there's a stat that tennessee's been outscored i think 56 to 7 in the second half because that that's that, good that game was really bad um they got just destroyed in the second half but yeah that's not great
1: no, it's um not.
2: the chiefs lost they lost a i say all the chiefs like pull games out of their ass all the time because they're just a good franchise well this is a game that was like they had no business losing. The kicker was hurt, so he the backup missed the kick. And they did miss. Kick. Yeah, they missed an extra point too. They went, missed extra point. They went for a fake field goal at one point. Uh, they cut the guy after the game because it's just like we can't trust you at all.
1: Well, also because um, they're guy. How long is their kicker out for? How long? Is, I don't know. I don't.
2: know. What, <clears throat> Bucker is one of the best. He yeah, should, he is. Should be back, but uh, they lost this game because Chris Jones talked shit on Matt Ryan or something. I don't know if you you saw this story, <laughs> I, but I did not. We don't know what he said, but he he got a personal foul for. Um, words, not like an action on a like a third big third down stop. And then they wow. gave an automatic first down and kept the uh, the drive alive for the Colts to take the lead. Which is like, that's a terrible way to lose, but uh, the, fuck the Chiefs. So. Also,
1: yeah, the Colts needed that game. I mean, granted, they are in, in my opinion, and it's not even close, especially with the way Tennessee's playing, the worst division in football. And they needed this win because if they were to go 0-3, granted yes, they're in a division that 8 eight wins could probably win the division
2: hold up we're being disrespectful right now why jacksonville might be really good actually
1: okay so that's what i was actually going to ask you about the, the, the about the charger game i didn't want to get into it because i wasn't sure how you were going to yeah. feel about it but i mean are we i think mean, are you being a little too harsh on chargers because what if jacksonville is making that turn doug peterson's so, a good coach lawrence etn that defense looks good, good. They're,
2: they're, they're actually good. okay yeah no i agree the, with the that coach is good the, the score was lopsided in the Charger game because I think – Well, they like turned me, it over
1: a lot in their end well, no, zone. What, what
2: happened was when Slater got hurt and I crumpled to the floor, I feel like collectively the team also did that <laughs> because they gave up three touchdowns on three possessions and just kind of like laid down in the second half. Yeah. Um, I think they were just deflated like, what the fuck? This is not fair. Like the feeling that I have, this is not fair. What's going on? How could all these players get hurt? You got to think other players feel that too. <laughs>
1: Well, I still think the division from top to bottom is still the worst because I don't think yes. the Titans are good. I don't think the Texans are awful, and I really don't. And with the way Matt and Ryan and the Colts are playing, they don't look impressive. So maybe the Jaguars do win 10 games this year. I and
2: mean, Jaguars and, could
1: go like 14-3. Okay, maybe they do.
2: <laughs> but they still lost to Washington, which is, I don't even know how that
1: happened. Yeah, it was the opening day, though.
2: Yeah, that happens all the time. Is you look you're on the at road opening, game. Opening yeah, day, you're like, what? I mean, who, who, who cares? Uh, what else, Miami
1: Buffalo? Maybe the the most anticipated game of the week, one of the most. It
2: wasn't that good. It
1: was, yeah, it wasn't as high scoring as people thought. I think that over under came in around 54, and there ended up being 40 points. And then the highlight that everybody took out of that game was the offensive coordinator losing his absolute mind. And because, you know, time was running out, and uh, Miami almost really kicked them like literally kicked themselves in the ass because it was, um, 21-17 21-17 Miami had a punt out of their own end zone. They're up by four. So it's, they were going to give that ball back to Josh Allen with under two minutes. And I don't, I don't recall how many timeouts the bills had left and Miami literally the punter punted the ball off his own player's ass in front of him. It went behind him for a safety makes it 21-19, which is huge because now Josh Allen only needs to get his team to like the 40-35 to kick a game-winning field goal and he did get them down to the 40 but the clock was ticking is about 9 seconds left when the ball, when the play was over they're scrambling you could even tell like the had a Miami guy kind of like getting in the way of uh the receivers he's trying to get the ball to the ref and sure enough they don't they're not able to spike it in time time expires offensive coordinator upstairs throws his ipad everywhere just loses his shit cuz it would have set up a i believe like around a 57 58 yard field goal for the win which Bass, even though he had missed a field goal earlier from pretty close, is one of the better kickers in the football league. So he definitely has the range to do it, but uh, we'll never know what would have happened. But uh, Miami, the highlight then, we can't take away from Miami. Miami won the game. They go to 3-0, and I will tell you, it's they better keep Tua healthy because Tua left the game for a moment over a concussion protocol. And Teddy Bridgewater came in and looked like absolute trash. And so they better keep Tua healthy. And I know there was a, might be some investigations into that game because they're not sure the Dolphins actually properly did the proper protocol because when Tua did hit his head on the ground and got back up and was going, he was wobbling, fell to the ground. And they did take him out for the last two minutes of the first half. And so then he got to go into halftime, but then they brought him back in the second half. And they were kind of saying that when you wobble like that, that's automatic, like you're done for the game. But uh, he came back in, did well, so clearly he must have been feeling fine. But it's just the risk factor, I think, that is what's not okay.
2: There was some former player who said that he went through the concussion tests during the game and they cleared him, and then when they got back, they flew back home. He got in his car, and he ended up driving to a neighborhood he didn't even know, where, and he just lost where he was and got confused. And he's like, so those concussion tests aren't like perfect?
1: Well, especially in a situation like that, it's basically like, if you can speak, you're going back in that game. I'm serious. Like some of those guys, I mean, we like don't know I what goes on behind that tent. Like
2: not another team move.
1: I think that's why they put him in a tent, to be honest. So you can't mouth what the doctor's saying to him and like you can't see whatever bullshit test they're doing in there. Can he play? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a good scene. <laughs> Can he play? God damn it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: All righty. Well, moving on, continuing into the AFC East, New England Patriots lose to the Baltimore Ravens, but more importantly, Mac Jones hurt. Tell us about Andy.
2: Yeah. A high ankle sprain. And there's a little bit of controversy that uh, the Patriots think it's not that big of a deal, uh, but Mac Jones really wants to shut it down. So from his per- perspective, he's a young guy. He's not making the contract. He would get as a uh, like five-year veteran, you know, you get those that big money, you get that Kirk cousins money. <laughs> um, so he wants to protect his career, but the Patriots don't want to, you know, they're <laughs> going to have to play Brian Hoyer. Um, so that's, that's, Iffy there, although I think even if Mac Jones doesn't miss a game, first of all, he hasn't been good this year. He does five interceptions, um, yeah. but they're just not good enough. This team and is, pa- this is, Patriot
1: team is, isn't good. I mean, people good. want to always believe that they're going to be good, especially because you've got, Oh, Belichick still the coach and stuff. And the Patriots did look good at moments last year, but they're just, they're not good. Mac Jones, isn't the future of that team. They don't have any weapons at all. I mean, this, they are, I mean, the Jets are what one and two with Flacco, or two and one, one and two with Flacco. I mean, when they get, Mar- uh, uh, what's what's the quarterback's name? The rookie, the second year guy from BYU, Wilson. Wilson. When they get Zach Wilson back, I mean, hell, maybe they're at least excited. I think they're going to be more excited than New England. They got yeah. some fun young receivers. Be Sean's
2: favorite team. They got Wilson to Wilson going. Um, of course, that's a reference to Sean's. <laughs> Has anyone
0: ever seen his
2: sitcoms? sitcoms? <laughs>
1: What's his favorite sitcom? Was that Castaway or something?
0: Home
2: Improvement.
1: What is it? Home
2: Improvement. Oh, Home Improvement. For oh, Home yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, I was over at a buddy's house the other day, and he, they were actually watching that. And a yeah, uh, sore, sore
2: subject for Sean. Is it? Because it wasn't yeah. on. It wasn't on a streaming service for like decades, and then they put it on Hulu. Well,
1: it should be. I don't know why they like don't
2: let some of those on streaming services. Sean's about to file a lawsuit. <laughs> he, submitted, he, he submitted a Freedom of Information Act request. <laughs>
0: I think I'm part of the reason it's now available for everyone. Yeah. Very good. Sean, man he of the people.
2: C-SPAN. The <laughs> Congress was interviewing him. This is injustice.
0: Uh, yeah. Tony, I was just a quick uh, aside. Cause uh, you weren't on that pod. I was like a crackhead. I bought one episode for two bucks. And I was like, this will, you know, I just wanted to see this one. And then like a week goes by. I was like, ah, damn it. I need to watch more. And then I was like, oh, I can't fucking spend $70 for all of the episodes. That's just ridiculous. And I found on Amazon, you get certain seasons for like $12 versus all of them individually or 20 on iTunes, which is a huge ripoff. Yeah. Uh, so I bought one season on Amazon. So I have an episode on iTunes and an ep- a season on Amazon. And then I finished that. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I bought the whole thing. <laughs> so, have you yeah. watched all of it? No. I mean, it's 200 episodes.
1: I was going to say how many seasons did Home Improvement go for?
0: I
2: think
1: 9. Yeah, I believe it. And did so, it start did it start in the 80s or was that just all 90s? It
2: was 90s. I'm picturing Jonathan Taylor Thomas like getting his like 14 cent check. Yeah. Like, thank God. <laughs> or the other one, the other one that went to jail. I remember?
1: One of them uh, always uh, made a joke a while back saying how like he's pretty sure Tim Allen still owes him like like 20 bucks or something for like a dime bag of coke or something because I know Tim Allen was a huge cokehead. Fun fact, um, my buddy Tyler, who you guys all know, his mom was uh, at the Playboy Mansion a long, years ago, and Tim Allen was there and actually offered to do some cocaine with her. But I think she, I, I mean, actually, I can't confidently say I know what she said, but I think she didn't. But still funny, because I mean, that was, he went to prison for a bit, didn't he?
0: Tyler was born nine months later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Tim he, Allen he didn't go to prison. That's what
1: the controversy was. Oh, but he should have. He was smuggling cocaine, right? He
2: sold out someone else to go to, He didn't go to prison.
1: That's so funny like you but you think Tim Allen Tim Allen's one of those guys you think Tim Allen you just automatically at least I feel like for us it just takes us to the early to mid 90s think of the Santa Claus home improvement that's about it for me but I also really enjoy Christmas with the Cranks
2: classic yeah, Christmas of movie of course Buzz Lightyear
1: Oh and well yeah but I mean
2: but let's let's get back that's <laughs> our end of Yeah well, no, we're 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 wrapping <laughs> this one up uh we got the Eagles moving up to oh, uh they look
1: good. They look really good. I saw today that uh, um, Jalen Hurts, back when the season ended last year, his MVP odds were 50 to one. In August, they were 25 to one. After three weeks this season, they are down to seven to one. And I think that's only because everybody is still very high on uh, uh, Josh Allen to be the MVP. But it's the way the season's going. I know it's early, but sometimes you can kind of get a gauge early on because the season is so short. Of who it's going to be between, and early on it does look like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts look like the two, two top guys for uh, MVP so far.
2: And then we had a uh, big matchup between aged quarterbacks that was really hyped, with nobody uh, to throw to. Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Uh, I think these are the two best defenses in the NFC. It was they the hype was about all oh, these two great quarterbacks, but really these are the two best defenses, and it was uh, that's what showed. Ended up being a fourteen to twelve game. Uh, only because Green Bay played a terrible end of game defense, allowing the Bucks to score a touchdown there. And uh, the Bucks missed a two pointer to tie. But uh,
1: and Tom Brady had nobody to throw to. He had his literally his three starting receivers: Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, both out to injury. Mike Evans out to a suspension. So he was throwing to Scotty Miller. Was it Russell Gage or just like whatever Russell Gage and somebody else who was like a. I think like a washed up veteran or something. And uh, yeah, so they just couldn't move the ball. And then Aaron, that's why, you know, some people like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he doesn't have anybody to throw to either. And it's like, I think a lot of people think that, I mean, people might think that Green Bay should have won more, but given the circumstance, but believe it or not, Tampa Bay was, even after all those injuries were reported, Tampa Bay was still favored by one point. So That just really shows you, I think that Vegas is not very high on Green Bay this year. I don't think like, at least with, in that perspective, I mean. But maybe it was because Tampa Bay does have a good defense and it is Tom Brady, so he gets the respect. I think a lot of money would have come in on Tampa Bay if they would have been underdogs at home. Cause it just because it is Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't have much to work with other than his running backs. But you know, wasn't your typical Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Tom Brady type Green Bay, Tampa Bay type game, but it is what it is. Green Bay gets a win. They move to two and one, Tampa Bay goes down to two and one, and uh Yeah, but uh, moving to the final game to talk about last night's Monday night football game. Cooper Rush is now two-0 since taking over for Dak Prescott. He goes to New York in a game that was a very ugly first half, 6-3, I believe, at the half, turned into a decently fun game to watch, 23-16, I believe, was the final. And Daniel Jones improves his record to 0-9 on primetime television. So all the Thursday night, Sunday night. Monday night and I guess maybe if he's ever played on the occasional Saturday night football game, he is Owen Nine in primetime. So that's always a fun stat to think because it's like with quarterbacks that are historically bad on primetime like Kirk Cousins is 2 and 10 on primetime. It's always kind of funny to think because these guys are uh you know, they're you know, they're solid players but it's like when the pressure's on when they know all of America is watching, they just don't they don't show up. And uh you know, that's a bummer, but Cooper Rush improves to 2-0, gives the Cowboys a 2-1 record, which is big because I think a lot of people took the Cowboys' season off once Dak Prescott got hurt, and now there's I've heard there's rumors that Prescott isn't counting himself out for this Sunday against the Commanders, but in my opinion, Cooper Rush is 2-0. You're a better team than the Commanders. No need to rush Prescott back. And I think Prescott, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Prescott's like, I need to come back before this guy steals my job because you never know. You really never know. Cooper Rush getting his moment.
2: I think his job is safe. I, think I do too,
1: but I'm just saying. Like, I think it's
2: a bigger deal uh, if Michael Gallup comes back. They need that second wide receiver they've miss, been missing for a while.
1: So. Although that one guy has stepped up as a second wide receiver, though. the uh, Brown?
2: Mm-hmm. Noah Brown.
1: Noah Brown. He has stepped up. He's looked pretty good. And then C.D. Lamb dropped a wide open catch yesterday that would have probably been around a 50-yard touchdown if he had the edge. But I uh, dropped it, but then later on caught a one-handed catch. So maybe he just needs one hand. Maybe he's better off like that. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's the the NFL recap for the weekend. Hopefully, I think we'll have a better week ahead because there was two very boring primetime games this week. But this week, we've got Chiefs, Buccaneers, Sunday Night Football, and then Rams, Niners, Monday Night Football. So the primetime games, and then oh, Dolphins, I mean, Bengals yeah. on Thursday. So... Three very good primetime games this week, which is how it should be. I mean, the NFL needs to realize that it's like, you know, I know you want to put boring games on sometimes on Thursday and Monday, but no. People want to watch. They want
2: to put the Giants on just because of the Giants. Don't do that, but they do it to us all the time. Yeah.
1: Well, I believe that uh, wraps up our sports spiel.
0: All righty. Well, make sure you check out our entertainment podcast after this, but for now, you've been listening to episode 290 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me at Off-Road Andy. Yes. And Tony Katz.
1: Yes, thank you for listening.
0: We'll see you later.